If you are a Christian coach, speaker, or influencer, this is the right place. You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for biblical encouragement, spirit-led wisdom, and practical ideas as you answer God's calling. I'm Nika Maples, and I help Christian coaches, speakers, and influencers write books so that they can take their business to the next level while advancing the kingdom and transforming people in Jesus' name. This is episode 124, Build Your Platform on Purpose. There are four reasons to plan for your profitable platform right now. First, what is a platform? Well, a platform is just a raised surface that a person who's speaking can stand on so the rest of their audience can see them and hear them clearly. In other words, it's a stage. But these days, the modern stage is not just what's physically in front of us. The modern stage is the World Wide Web and all of the ways that we have to reach people. Think of them as rooms or auditoriums. There's the Instagram room. There's the Facebook room. There's the YouTube auditorium. There's the podcast auditorium. And people can come and go to hear different speakers in each of those different rooms or auditoriums as they wish. But only the people who actually choose to stand up on the stage will be seen and heard. In those different rooms or auditoriums, where are you positioned? At times, you may be in the audience and observing and listening to other people who are using their platform to get across a message. But then if you're here, it's because you have a message on your heart and it's time for you to get on stage and share your message. People talk about a platform as if it's something that's difficult or frustrating. They have negative thoughts about it. And that's because the size of your platform actually plays into how successful your book sales will be. And so any traditional publisher is going to take a close look at your platform. And whether you're building your platform or building the stage bigger so that you can stand higher and be seen and heard more clearly by the people who need your message. A platform is a stage. Now, what is profitability? Well, if you look it up in the dictionary, it's going to say something about a financial return. But I like to think of it with a Christian worldview. I like to think of it as multiplication. In Genesis 1.28, we read the creation mandate where God told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply. These days, that multiplication that is expected of the believer is actually something that a lot of preachers and pulpits are cautioning against. I think they're misguided. They talk about a prosperity gospel as if that is something that's negative or not possible, something that doesn't please God. I would ask them, return to your Bible and read how over and over and over again, God multiplied the efforts and endeavors of people who sought his face. And besides, what is the opposite of the prosperity gospel? The poverty gospel? I don't believe that's what life in Christ looks like. 
He says in 2 Peter 3, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. That sounds like abundance to me. It sounds like prosperity. It sounds like multiplication. It sounds like profitability. So I've created a five-day challenge that I call the Plan Your Profitable Platform Challenge because the reason your platform isn't growing is only because you don't have a plan. A person who has a plan will see multiplication. In Proverbs 16, 3, we read, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. The Lord works everything for his own ends. Believe me, God wants to see your plans succeed. But how is he going to make it succeed if you don't have a plan in the first place? So the five-day Plan Your Profitable Platform Challenge is my way of helping new Christian authors learn strategies that will help them build their platform. When you join the challenge, there are four things that you will learn. First, you'll know exactly what and when to post on social media in order to make an impact that is both deep and wide. Recently, I spoke to someone who said social media has gone by the wayside. It's useless for an author. I completely disagree. And if you're someone who thinks that social media is somewhat self-serving and doesn't have the transformative power on the individual level that meeting with someone one-on-one or engaging face-to-face has, I encourage you to come back to the methods of Jesus. He always went both deep and wide because he went deep and valued one-on-one connection. We have the words that Jesus spoke to the man at the pool of Bethesda. But because he went wide and encountered people one to many, we have the words that Jesus spoke to the crowd at the Sermon on the Mount. And I ask you, which one is most often referred to and quoted? Why, of course, it's the Sermon on the Mount. The Mount of Olives was Jesus's platform, and he used it to get a very clear and direct message across, one that has had lasting effect over generations. So please don't discount social media just yet. Instead, think of it differently. Maybe it's your Mount of Olives. Remember, the Mount of Olives was not only a place where Jesus preached, It was also a place where Jesus prayed. Think of your platform as a place where you can both preach and pray to make an impact on people throughout the kingdom in other countries across the sea where you will never set foot. Your voice can still be heard. The second thing you'll learn when you join my five-day plan your profitable platform challenge is that you'll be able to reach more people so that you can sell more books later. Believe me, you might think that writing your book is the hardest part, but it's not. Actually selling your book is the hardest part. But both of those things, although challenging and at times difficult, are very doable. You can write your book and you can sell it, but you'll need to reach more people in order to touch those readers 
where they are and when they need your message. When I meet new writers, they often say, if only one person reads my book, it will be worth it. Well, you may think that as you're writing it, but then when it comes time to sell it, believe me, your perspective will change. At that point, I might have to remind you, remember, you said if only one person reads it, it would be worth it. But when you get only one book sale, you're going to change your mind. You want a lot of people to read it. And that requires preparing for that in a consistent way now. Because building your platform is not something that happens virally. It won't happen overnight, no matter how many people you see that happening to. A platform that grows virally is about as common as winning the lottery. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but it happens less frequently than you think. So in order to have the harvest that you hope for later, you have to begin planting seeds now. That's why you're going to be so glad that you joined my Plan Your Profitable Platform Challenge, because when you have a plan, you can begin the slow but steady implementation that will position you for the moment when your book becomes available. Ecclesiastes 11, one through two says, ship your grain across the sea. After many days, you may receive a return. Invest in seven ventures. Yes, in eight. You don't know what disaster might come upon the land. Now, don't let that last part alarm you. But we always need to prepare for one particular room or auditorium like Instagram or Facebook or YouTube shutting down for a day or who knows, maybe for many days. You want to learn how to build a comprehensive platform so that your readers can always connect with you and with the message that you deliver to them. The third reason you're going to be so glad that you joined my Plan Your Profitable Platform Challenge is because you will learn to make money in the meantime by monetizing. I started this episode by kind of asking people to reconsider dismissing the prosperity gospel because when you read through the Bible, God points to prosperity again and again and again. He says his people will be blessed by knowing and following him. I would never discount what he says as not being good for us. If one of the first things he told us was to multiply, then I'm all in. When you read Matthew 25, the parable of the talents, you see a master giving each of three servants a special disbursement of talents, which was the currency of the day. To the first servant, he gave five bags. To the next one, he gave two bags. And to the last servant, he gave one bag. Well, the first two servants multiplied what he had given them. The one who had received five bags got five more. The one who received two bags got two more. And the one who received one bag did not multiply what he had been given. And remember, and as much as you want to change the idea that talents were money and make it mean that talents are your gifts or abilities, we actually are reading that talents were the currency of the day. And the man who had one bag of money did not multiply it. And when the master came back, he was very pleased with the first servant 
and gave him more to take care of. He was pleased with the second servant, gave him more to take care of. But the third servant, he was really displeased that the man had not multiplied what he'd been given. And so he took that away and gave the bag to the first servant. So the one who'd been given five bags and multiplied it to 10 actually walked away with 11 bags because he got the extra bag that was taken away from the one who did not work to multiply what he'd been given. So I encourage you, multiply the money you've been given. This is not something that's forbidden by God. What's forbidden by God is to idolize your money and put your sights on it instead of him. But if you acknowledge that he is the giver and you want a relationship with him no matter what, and if you also work to multiply what you've been given, then he will allow you to have more so that you can sow it into the kingdom. I truly believe the church is designed to be the most richly resourced organization on the planet. And the only reason we're not is because believers think it's wrong to multiply their money. It's not wrong. It's a mandate. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were all made wealthier when they walked with God. Now, it doesn't mean we're all supposed to be rich. That may be what people who reject the prosperity gospel are worried about, a mindset that we're all supposed to be rich. And if a person isn't rich, then they're not blessed by God or there's some reason that God's withholding from them. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that we need to stop being afraid to multiply what God has given us. Because when we invite and allow him to work in us in all kinds of ways, there will be abundance. And we experience that abundance even during times of kind of a lean season. There have been many times that I struggled to make all my bill payments or to participate in as many opportunities as I wanted to financially but I still experienced the abundance and favor of God. It grew in my spirit. I just knew I was being taken care of because I was open to my money being multiplied. So I want to teach you a few strategies to monetize your platform. If you're investing your time and effort to build your platform, don't you want your platform to give a little back to you? Well, it can, and not just in the form of book sales. I can't wait to teach you how. And the fourth thing that you're going to know when you participate in my plan, your profitable platform challenge is you'll know which type of book you should write first. I truly believe there are six types of books that every coach, speaker, and influencer can write right away. This is almost half written in your heart right now. You just don't know how to pull it out. I call it the daily habits book, the core story book, the deep dive book, the guided journal book, the workbook, and another book that I'll tell you about during the challenge. I can't wait to see you there. There are two options when you purchase your ticket to the next challenge. One is general admission. Anyone who comes to the general admission is going to get the full lessons that I teach every day. You're going to walk away with so much peace because you'll no longer feel the confusion and overwhelm of 
trying to figure out how to grow your platform. When you just stare at your numbers, they don't change. You have to do something about it. And that's what you're going to get when you enter the general admission room. But if you really want to up-level your business and grow your platform, then the room you've got to get in is the VIP room. Because in the VIP room, you'll have a chance to interact with me directly. That's a private Zoom room where you can ask me questions and I can respond in a very specific and personalized way. I've even had some people in the VIP room ask me to review their social media assets. They'll share their screen and and show me their Instagram profile or their website or their Facebook profile and get my feedback. I choose to work with coaches myself because I always want the insight of someone who is just ahead of me, who can look at what I'm doing and show me how to tweak it and improve it so that I can get where they are. Well, the insights of all the coaches I've worked with over the years is available to you when you come to the VIP room and you interact with me. I'll share what they've shared with me. You get that extra hour added onto the challenge all five days. And that right there, I believe has the power to 10 times the investment you make to buy a ticket. Go grab your ticket to the next challenge by going to learn.nikamaples.com forward slash platform challenge. Please don't type in the www first. Just go straight to the address bar, type in learn.nikamaples.com forward slash platform challenge. I'll see you there.